Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why and how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for lending me your ears. Today, I'm going to talk to managers. If you're a manager and you're managing salespeople, this podcast is for you. Ooh, I'm about to play the shame game. Look, companies are frustrated today. Salespeople are not hitting their number. Different studies put the number at different num- you know, different rates, but on average, 50 to 60% of salespeople are not achieving or exceeding their quota. Let's just say half of the people don't achieve or exceed their quota, which means the other 50 are obviously struggling, not making numbers, which means the company is struggling, suffering, not reaching their true potential slash value. So what's going on? Well, maybe it's because some of these salespeople have been trained. Listen up, managers, I'm talking to you. See, companies are frustrated because managers are not taking the time to train the people beneath them. In other words, those who report to them. They're not taking the time. And we all know that if your salespeople are not properly trained, we're just losing opportunities. Now, managers get this rationally. You can talk to a manager rationally. Your listener says, yeah, Victor, I get it. He says, I get it. I need to train my salespeople. I understand that. But the problem is they're not training. One study showed that on average, a manager should dedicate four to five hours per month coaching new salespeople. But again, the reality is majority don't. Majority of managers simply do not want to manage or coach. You know, their mindset is, I hired the person. I'm paying them a good salary. They got great commission structure. Compensation plan is great. Why do I need to, they're grown people. Why do I need to train them personally? They should be able to get the information themselves, learn on the spot, you know, do some ride-alongs and pick it up quickly. Just go sell. You ever heard that one? Just go do it, man. Hey, just go in there, you know, read the material, learn the products, learn the pitch, Here's the slides. Go pitch. There's your business cards. Those are your territories. Boom, go sell. That's not coaching. That's not coaching. That's telling. And so a lot of companies, management, top management, has tried everything. They try sending emails to these managers. Say, hey, come on. We got to coach your people. We really got to get these guys trained, right? You know, they, they do you know, one-on-one conference calls. They have meetings about this. But still, managers are not taking the time to coach, train their salespeople. Because sales managers, look, I get it. If you're a sales manager and you're listening to this, man, I get it. I've been in your shoes. I've been in that chair. You know, you're worried about hitting the number because every year that number seems to go up. It defies gravity, right? And you're so focused on the number that you're focused on those those salespeople who can help you get to that number, on those opportunities that'll help you get to the number. And coaching new salespeople is not top of mind, or a priority. It's low on the stack. It's hard. So in one study, and it's in a book by uh, Jonah Berger, and I want to share this with you because he's got a new book coming out in March called The Catalyst. I'm going to urge you to get it. It comes out in March. In there, he talks about an interesting strategy that a company decided to use. Instead of telling managers what they need to be doing, how they need to be coaching. In other words, stop pressuring managers, stop trying, to, stop trying to sell managers on actually training their salespeople. They took a totally different approach. They went from push to pull. Here's what I mean. Instead of saying, hey, you need to train your salespeople, you need to dedicate some time, this is part of your job, you need to do it. Instead of doing that to them, what they decided to do was have one-on-one conversations with these managers. 
And they would ask the managers these questions. First question, they would ask the manager, let's say you're an executive, you're a CEO, or you're the VP of sales, and you ask one of your managers, say, let me ask you a question. How did you learn to become a great salesperson? Ooh, what a great question, right? How did you learn to become a great salesperson? And I'm sure the manager says, well, you know, uh, you know, I, you know, I learned the techniques. You know, but how did you learn the techniques? You know, where did you learn some of these great closing techniques that you currently use? You know, your ability to, you know, you know, work with customers, deliver a great presentation. How did you learn that? And eventually, the sales manager would say, well, I had a great mentor or a great coach. See how a question can guide them to the answer. And so what top management started doing is it started asking managers, how did you become good? How did you get so good? What did it require for you to become good? And inevitably, the answer came back to, I had a great mentor or mentors. I had a great coaching program. I did a lot of practice, so forth and so on. So then they closed with this, almost like Keep in mind that the VP of sales is trying to close a sale here. What is the sale he's trying to close? He's trying to close the manager on the idea that he should train his salespeople. So this VP asks key questions. How did you become so good? How did you develop those techniques? And eventually, the manager said, coaches, mentors. Then the VP went in for the kill, went in for the close, and asked this closing question. Well, how will you... Now, having new salespeople, how will you train them to learn how to sell like you if you don't? In other words, how will new salespeople learn to sell, you know, like you if you don't take the time to teach them? And you can almost imagine how that conversation probably ended. All of a sudden, he's probably saying, you're right, I need to take more time. Now, the lesson embedded in this, in this story is that you can tell people what they need to do. But again, that causes this reactance, right? In sales, we call it sales reactance. Reactance is basically this pushback. When you tell people what they need to do, we need you to train the new salespeople. We need you to train with them every month. We need you to spend four to five hours with them every month. You need to do this. People push back. Just like when you pressure a customer into buying something, you need to buy this, you need to get that. They're going to say, I don't need to do anything. They push back. That's reactance. So what this executive did was take a different approach. Instead of pressuring, pushing, and generating reactants, they simply asked questions. And the questions were, how did you become a great salesperson? How did you learn these techniques? How did you learn how to prospect? How did you learn how to close? And the answer inevitably came back to, I had a great coach and I had a great mentor. And then the executive closes that by saying, well, how, were you, how will your new salespeople Learn to do that if you don't take the time to coach them. And at that moment, it's an aha moment for the manager. And the big takeaway here is that let's not push people. Let's guide people to arrive at a conclusion through a series of questions. Remember what I've said in the past. The average salesperson practices what to say. The superior salesperson practices what to ask. The power is always in the question. And that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. I definitely want to hear what you think of this one. This, if you're a manager, I really want to hear from you. So don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and now Spotify. Let me know what you think. I greatly appreciate it. Sorry, appreciate it. Also, Check out the Sales Velocity Academy at salesvelocityacademy.com. Again, adding great courses, great content. Think of it as a toolbox 
to help you train or coach your team. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.